Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hello, you. Hello, I'm Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not him, but <laughs> one day I hope to grow into him. I was thinking uh, it would be quite nice to have a range of knockoff wrestlers, because they, they can't touch you for that, can no, they? No, no, they really can't, uh, no. I was thinking of uh, Brutros, Brutros Beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> J- uh, Jimmy the Hurt Locker. Mouth of the South. Grog the 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 Bama Jamantine. Grog the Bama Jamantine. These are just a few of the ideas we've had for t-shirts, and as you can tell, they are absolutely the nuts. Well, don't just let these remain a dream, because now you can buy things we've literally made. Yes, Grog the Hummer, what's awful teen, Bunkle teen. I don't know. We've got some fucking t-shirts, right? And and you need to buy them. Because I'm, I've bought a couple, and it can't just be me every time. It can't. It, it can't. can't. It really can't. It really can't. The important thing to remember from yeah. this absolute <laughs> mess is that you can get new, brand new, new Wrestle Me merch. There Unstained. are four new t-shirt designs. Four new t-shirts. And they are knocking it out of the park. They are knocking it out of the park. We've got uh, Pork and Beans. We've got a Wrestle Me one. We've got a Wrestle Me uh, Ica Pro. Uh, uh, fucking, what's his Alfred, name? Hayes, Alfred in Hayes in Space. Alfred Hayes in Space. And we got a She's Been Daughter. She's Been Daughter. She's Been Daughter. Uh, it, it's all up there. Go and download, download them uh, with the the world. Buy them. You don't download. Download them, them into your mailbox. Yes. Using the whatever postal system you have where you live. That is it. That works. Stackmerch.com. S T A K Merch.com. S T A K M E R C H.com. Woo! <laughs> and we've got a look at this. this the only ones that are up there are Wrestle, wrestle Me Pod ones, so. I think Enjoy. we're probably going to have a, a Boutros Boutros beefcake. <laughs> that will be up within the week. Um, is this advert professional enough? Yes, it is. Wrestle me. <laughs> Bye-bye. Enjoy the show. Bye. Wrestle me more. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. It's late at night. It I, it's so intimate. Hey, it's like uh, <laughs> two guys just getting together and just uh, the smoke. If you can picture that, we both it's, it's your vape, and <laughs> and it's it's very dark outside. And it, I feel like a little bit. It's a little bit like night caller. Yeah. That? Oh, yeah. We never sort of really work at this time of the evening. Tonight, we're getting deep to the meat. <laughs> deep to the meat. We're going to be really... We're getting deep, uh, deep to the meat. We're going to be talking uh, about chicks. 
That's what makes it tick. Then we're going to uh, have one shot of strong whiskey and go to Rio's in Kentish Town and, and just... Well, have... you mentioned the whiskey, Peter. I've got, I've got, I've got a, a, a bottle of whiskey with me here today. Have you now, Mark? Now, the reason for this is I've woken up today. I feel absolutely terrible. Right, I felt okay. terrible yeah. all day. And mm-hmm. I thought, Kilokia. Yes. And I've, I've, I weirdly had a hankering for some whiskey. whiskey. Well, That's not a good sign, is it? Look... You've, you, I think you're out of the danger years. Mm. I think barreling towards having a hankering for whiskey uh, in your <laughs> mid forties is absolutely fine. I thought to myself, I, I think you know, I think it will kill whatever's inside. It's making me feel a bit under the weather. Yes, uh, it feels like that's that is medicine. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's strong and it will it will work. But I think. Also, because this is wrestling me after hours. Yes, it feels like this is the sort of thing. Now, what, yeah. the one thing that you can tie this in with wrestling mm. is Stone Cold Steve Austin on the Broken Skull sessions. Yes, when he interviews other wrestlers, mm. it will always start. So he kind of goes. Um, so you, you're the Undertaker, mm. okay? And he'll sort of go. Um, Hello, I can't. How does it get to the Undertaker for me? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not very charismatic <laughs> in real life. But and the, if I was charismatic in my real life, it would be that might be offensive. <laughs> Welcome to Broken Skull Sessions. I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin. He does that, and yeah. then he'll go. Joining me today, he's a Hall of Famer. He's one bad mf. He'll do that, and he'll kind of go. Yeah. Um, now before we start, he'll go. Um, Pop. He goes. Do. Oh, like oh yes. He'll go like that, and he'll go. So he'll go. Lovely. Get you a little something just to keep a chicken over like that. <laughs> now you've driven. Do you want any? Yeah, exactly. Give me like. Imagine what would fill a contact lens. That's it. That's there it. We that's it. There we go. I just just, that'll, just that'll the fumes fine. and the vibe. In the same way that uh, you try to link it back to wrestling, yep. a lot of them do drink drive. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is when Stone Cold brings out the the whiskey. They always, mm. they don't act like they sort of go, oh, okay, like that. Every yeah. single one of them, like Jericho did exactly the same thing. He gets right. the whiskey out. He goes, um, you know, he's a Hall of Fame. He's <laughs> <laughs> one of the best of all time. My friend Chris, Jer- Chris Jericho, and he goes, pop, like that. And every time, like these grown men in their 50s yeah. now, when it comes out, they always go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like they've never seen a bottle of booze before yeah. in their long industrial. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't know if I should, but I mean, if you're going to. And they sit there, and what happens is they, they immediately... Naughty? <laughs> they immediately knock a bit back, so they'll sort of go, cheer, here's to you, here's to you. Mm. And they go, um, here's to you, Steve. Like that, and they go... <laughs> <laughs> and there's a pause and I'll yeah. sort of go mm, that, that's, that's some really good whiskey there <laughs> it's, it's a high risk game it's a high stakes game because Steve uh, often, Steve Austin basically knows uh, for a fact uh, that no uh, wrestler is a recovering alcoholic yes. none of them will say no to it even if they are recovering no. alcoholics and they because they're Americans as well they're immediately drunk so yes. it's sort of like they go oh that's some good whiskey <laughs> You know, I've, I've, I've wet myself. <laughs> Vince McMahon's always been like a father to me. <laughs> they go straight into that. When I was growing up, I felt very lonely. It's, oh my God, what are we doing? And I know he's a bit back. I know it says, well, he doesn't do it with the female performers. Oh, He right, doesn't okay. go, Bailey, here you go. Here's some, I'm probably wrong about that. Probably all Bailey, here's a Bailey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the ladies drink. I <laughs> just give them all Malibu. You you are disgusting, still called Steve Austin. Here's, disgusting. Here's a, a pot of cream and I put a little <laughs> shut of red wine in it. Oh. It's a new drink I'm making. The marketing wonks they say it won't work. But if you look at all the stuff that I put my name to, I'll put my name to this shit too. Um, well, well, look, I mean, the other, 
reason that we're, we're drinking is what yes. a celebration this is. Mm. This is the halfway point of the last WrestleMania, Pete. Yes. We are, we are crashing <laughs> Careering. Like, like, like a twisted metal of a crash barrier on it's, a motorway. It's exciting. Choose any I'm going to choose on the, on the way home. <laughs> it's exciting, the idea of a post-Wrestle Me world. Yes. Uh, I mean, that you, that you get for free. It's going to be very much like uh, Will Smith and his dog. <laughs> Charred earth all over the place. What's Him that? <laughs> I am legend or legend. Oh yeah, thing. okay, right. Sort of a strange, not not one I immediately think about as a Will Smith film. It's like, right, what's that one? It, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. It was a really weird Fresh Prince of Bel Air episode. <laughs> Uncle Phil threw him out. That is true. So, did you enjoy the second part of Night One of WrestleMania Thirty Seven? Um. So I. It's it's I, we did it in two chunks. Mm. Your uh, beautiful baby daughter had conjunctivitis. She did, yes. <laughs> so uh, I watched half of it. I, I, all I can remember from uh, I've got it written down, so don't worry. Yeah. But all I can remember from uh, night the end of night one of WrestleMania thirty seven was that Cesaro's new titles are a bit like the Matrix. Yes, aren't and they? before the Matrix got re redone, reduxed, reloaded for mm. for twenty twenty two or whenever it's going to come out, I thought that is that looks old. That it looks did. Old. It really did. Although one of the more effective ones of the AI. Yes. Things, where you go, oh. that, that looks good, but it's dated. I've got a lot to say about the AI. It just <laughs> seems to somehow get worse and worse, doesn't it? Some of the work with the Fiend in particular uh-huh. is a. St- Astonishingly awful. <laughs> Just terrible. Wow. Well, look, uh, I, I mm. uh, obviously, because we've watched this a few times and we, we cancelled uh, one of our recordings, mm. um, I've watched the, like, I've watched Omos more than any other man on that. <laughs> I, I think I've seen that match four or five times. Oh, now. because it's good and he's good. It is good. Um, we're on, I think it's, ma- it's match three yes. uh, of, of an event. I had a quick look as well on um, Amazon mm. uh, because my uh, network was playing up a bit and I was like, do I have to get the DVD of this? And I had a quick look, and there was one review that I liked. It was from Piotr on Amazon. He said about WrestleMania 37, Mm. It is a really wonderful, superb, the bee's nest. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants that in their life. Action-packed, no messing about. If you want to remove it, you have to get men with carrier bag and smoke machine. (laughs) It it is the bee's nest. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean the bee's knees or the business? You know, you make up your own mind, my friend. That's a good point. That's That's a lovely kind of like, maybe... English is his second language, and, yeah. and, and he's and he's gone for he thinks it's bees nest. That is adorable because There's something ad- adorable about someone going. I've learnt the phrase the bees. The knees. bees knees. If you were, <laughs> if you were not an English speaker, and you go, what do you call something good? You go, it's the bees knees. It's the bees knees. Good, yeah. Like the knees of a bee. <laughs> it's so small. Why does that mean good? What is good about a bee's knee? I would actually quite like that explained, Mark. To be honest, because I don't know why. If I went to a restaurant and they said we have a plate of bees knees. Right, I definitely am having that. Is it because the their whole fucking gaff is just honey? Yeah, and they're up to their knees in it. So oh, maybe like the honey is the so, sweetest part, the sweetest of, the part bee. of the bee, like marinated in honey, like some kind of Greek delicacy. <laughs> oh, lovely! Oh, you little bees! Yes, Give me some bees. Your knees. Get some bees. Ah, we get a little vaccine uh, ad. As yes, well. there are quite yes. a few of those through here. You'd have thought they'd have edited them out. I well, I th- yes, because they don't like vaccines. Because, <laughs> well, it just seems like. It seems like uh, completely going against what a lot of the viewers might think. Yeah, isn't it? Because we all have this very small-minded view, or I certainly do, of of a certain subsection of the WWE uh, viewership. Yep, and some of the talent. (laughs) Some of the talents are uh, are people who may very well have, uh, you know, right-wing views or kind of anti-vaccine views. 
not as much as you'd think, obviously. Yeah, and I'm I, saying five percent. I know it was like overdone on social media and stuff, mm. but there was a big thing when it first started. They were like, "Oh, Ray Mysterio, he's been ahead of the curve." You know, look at him wearing his mask, yeah. stuff like that. And I was slightly like, you know, it just feels like now the passage of time has gone. I feel like people are going to forget that that was a thing. Yes. And I wanted it to be in this ad just to sort of lock it down, so that in ten years people go. So I was watching it back. Remember the pandemic, and uh, it makes you think that like Ray Mysterio must have. And you be like, no, we did that. The no, time. we did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, oh, it was done gonna, to death. People are going to redo those jokes, aren't they? They yes. are. We could pass them down, like we bequeath them to our children. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you know, look, I like I like those moments that set in a proper time mm. I, I know I've said I'm surprised they didn't cut them out yeah. I do like that and it will seem funny in five years time it will seem <laughs> like people talking about Ebola yeah. you know just yeah. uh, you know if, you, if you're going to fly to you know somewhere far away do make sure you're inoculated for Ebola we've all mm. got to do our part oh, like, just, why is that there or what if, if, if a bee bee's <laughs> knee brushes up against you and it's like one of those killer bees from the continent yeah if it's not sweet out. It's not a treat. That's the, that's the official government advice. If it's a, yeah, point of the camera. If it's not sweet, it's not a treat. It's not a treat. Dog. And your immune system will be beat. <laughs> it's a, it's, look, it's a serious... This campaign really is the bee's knees. <laughs> Do you mean business? Um, the uh, match that you were just talking about, the third match, is yes, Seth sorry, Rollins yes. versus Cesaro. I forgot where we were, to be honest. Like, have we seen this? We have, haven't I we? Was, I, look, I was really excited about this match at the time because mm. it felt like they were going to finally do something with Cesaro. Yeah. And they do. Oh, right. Okay. I thought I thought this was very much fan service. Yeah. You've had you on. Yeah. Let's get back to... I, th- I, th- I think there's a certain amount of that. I think no. what they've got here is they've got... Seth Rollins is, is a big enough established star mm. that it doesn't matter if Cesaro gets to beat him, even if it's at WrestleMania. Mm. Because what they've said, you know, they, they know full well, Seth Rollins has as many WrestleManias as he wants. Mm. Cesaro, maybe a few more. <laughs> you know, hard to tell. So why not give him a little sort of like, well, you've done your service. Yes. Here's your gold watch here's, of a match. Here's your... The new graphic design we've selected for you and it's it looks like half the Matrix and half do you remember there was an MP3 player in the 90s called Winamp oh I do it yeah was, and you could get different skins for it that's right and they're always really badly photoshopped using as many layers and as many drop shadows as you possibly can mm. It's like that. It it's is. a little bit like that. I, I quite like it because it's sort of the sort of thing I imagined, like if you went to Switzerland, that would be like when you put your card in a, in a cash machine, would that would come, come up. It would look, of, yeah. It's like, it's like when you're trying to get a crack off the internet for Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> it's, one of those weird, it's got like a real blobby interface. Yeah. Like, well, I don't need this. And you'd look at it and you'd Give me go, the N4. what is this? And it would say copyright 1984. And you'd go, wow, that must have been really like cutting edge at the time. <laughs> and, and they've kept it. It's stylish. It's stylish. You know? um, Endlessly stylish. He, uh, Seth Rollins here, this is the start of, uh, I mean, I mean the, the worst run for me of Seth mm. Rollins' career, mm. where he is just unsure what he is. <laughs> is he is he all about the drip? Is he an arrogant heel? Mm. Is he uh, the face of the company? Is he, a, a, you know, a, a messiah figure yeah. like David Koresh? Oh, stab vest back on. I know. Sorry, stab vest back uh, on. He comes out saying, embrace the vision, it says mm. behind him. I still go, are you in marketing? Are you a fucking wall at Capital Radio <laughs> when they briefly brought in inspirational things that they thought would make people work harder? They did. Not realising it was tied to pay. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I just, I, I detest this period mm. where... It just seems like someone who who is is so such a big star, mm. they just don't think anything's going to hurt him. So it doesn't matter if this is a bad sort of run. Mm. And what, you know, there are bits where he's talking in the ring to Cesaro, yeah, and it's like bad dialogue from a wrestling comic book from the nineties. Where at one point he says, "I survived the neutralizer," 
neutralizer is, is a move that Sara does. He swears. Right. So it's yes. neutral. Aha. Uh, so yeah. I survived the neutralizer. I survived the swing. I am a god. He says, <laughs> this is in the middle of the match. Stop talking. Stop talking. Stop doing this. This is my really good character. This will really draw people in. <laughs> wrestle. You used to be really good at wrestling. <laughs> we talk, I was talking like last time about Billy Kay, about how much I think Billy Kay is such a great wrestler and everything yep. other than the in-ring stuff. But everything else, she's really got down pat. Mm. For me, Seth Rollins at this point is the anti-Billy Kay, where he's great <laughs> in the ring, but everything else about him, I'm just like, oh, this is excruciatingly <laughs> embarrassing. Um, in a weird way, that makes him a good opponent for Cesaro mm. because Cesaro we love. Mm. Uh, the angle is all about really how he's never been able to break through after yeah. a decade of being with WWE. He was famously singled out by Vince McMahon who did a talk about people who weren't reaching for the brass ring and he said like Cesaro and pretty much no one else. He just sort of went, you know, like Cesaro. Um, and Cesaro was really deeply hurt by it. Yeah. Again, when you work in his company, good. he is and people like him and it relies on Vincent Mann going, give him a shot. Mm. Cesaro can't, well, take take Vince Mann hostage with a butter knife, hold it to his throat and you go, oh no, you've got the spirit. That, the, you know? throat, the kind of throat that he's got at the moment it looks impervious to anything to like be quite frank. a couple of pink curtains that you'd have to pull to get to the epic you know the uh, Adam's apple to jab at it um, <laughs> I, I, he is he is really good. What he's done so brilliantly is he's taken things like the giant swing, which mm. is a a very out of fashion, old, dated wrestling move, and he's made it into something that he really got it over. Yeah, he'd do that incredible sort of swing, and he'd do it with people who are huge. I think he even did it to Carly once. I mean, he really is yeah. remarkably strong. The Swiss Superman used to be mm. one of his sort of nicknames, which doesn't really get used anymore. And he they show him doing the giant swing to to Seth Rollins, and again they just do stupid stuff like in the little video beforehand they speed it up like it's a funny sort of wacky you know the whole thing about it is I think of all wrestling moves that's really one that you don't want to have to take Mm. because there is no way to stop yourself just being in here he is just absolutely decimated you really see like Seth Rollins is straight away with his hands on his head pushing it up sort of going will this help the answer is no you're being you're being spun round like a toddler and you are going to be really really ill so it is oddly even though it looks comic is more devastating than anything else you really see oh yeah I bet because like, you couldn't do like a top rope manoeuvre right after it because you no. because you will lose your balance and, and wrestling it's all about your balance yeah in, in many ways he's a sh- being a shit really isn't he, yes, yeah. this is my signature move why don't I want to wrestle you then yeah there's something funny about I can't that work of, after this of just, of just sort of going um, uh, 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 you know they're not pushing me but I've got a move that's over and it's just going to fuck you right up all night. Uh, everyone will laugh everyone thinks it's a funny move yeah. but your brain's going to really ache it's going to you're, you're just going to feel nauseous for days um, there's a little bit I think I think it's actually in the in the, the, the package where when Cesaro puts that giant swing on Seth Rollins you mm. hear Seth Rollins going yeah what are you doing yeah, yeah. And it's, oh Jesus Christ <laughs> shut up shut up man um, no one counts it properly either the fans are incapable of seeing it do a full rotation yeah. and the yeah. they get excited and they do too yeah. much yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean no, I'm not going to spoil that fun. you know they're having a nice day out um, he does an amazing move as well called the UFO where he puts yes. Seth Rollins on his shoulders and then just spins with his hands by his side that's insane Cause, cause, because because the wrestlers aren't holding on either, so no. he has to kind of just work with the balance of the and the weight shifting of weight uh, of, of the body as well. Hard enough that the wind is holding Seth Rollins <laughs> in place. Uh, 
<laughs> just, you know, great. Um, it's exciting. The crowd really get into this by the end mm. because I think they have that thing of going, are they going to let Cesaro win? Mm. And it keeps seeming like they are and they want that to happen. And when it finally does, and he has an emphatic victory, there's no sort of, you know, uh, messing mm. about with that. Um, it's just thrilling. Cesaro has a genuine emotional moment where he is just like, I think, you know, finally after all these years, mm. this is it. And he was right. That was it. <laughs> so after that, they gave him one main event with Roman Reigns and then he was exactly back where he'd been before. Right. Um, it's it's so sad to see them go to the effort of giving Cesaro a match at WrestleMania where he goes over Seth Rollins mm. and then just going, you know what we've got now? No plans. Yeah. Nothing at all. Mm. And uh, again, I watched this and it's slightly like the Kofi Kingston match that he had against Daniel Bryan uh, the previous year, which is, I, I, I watched that and I, or two years before, where I watched that and I just think we, we, we got all this way and then it just fell off the cliff and we were exactly back to where we started. Yeah. And it's a bittersweet thing watching it now compared to watching it on the night. On the night, you went, oh, that's exciting. Mm. Great for Cesaro. We're going to see some great matches. And watching it now, you go, oh, that was the moment where nothing changed. Yeah. Horrible, 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 horrible. Um, they show a little clip of the two matches that have taken place on WrestleMania SmackDown, the Andre the Giant Battle Royale, mm. which was won by Jey Uso. Yes. Uh, and the Fatal 4-Way, which is the Mysterios versus the Street Profits versus the Tag Team Champions Rudin Ziggler versus American Alpha. No idea why you wouldn't put Street Profits on every big show that you do. Mm, now I've you seen you're them. You're a big there. fan, yeah. Suddenly, I mean, I'm the biggest fan. I think they are <laughs> amazing. I think companies should be built around them, and I don't want to see... Anybody Anyways. else? <laughs> <laughs> um, they cut to Ziggler and Rude doing a little promo as well here. Mm. And it just feels really dated. I mean, they are yesterday's men. Yeah. Um, I have no idea why they've got this. They're talking about the matches coming up, which is uh, involving the New Day. And it's, w- w- get the New Day. They're, they're the most charismatic <laughs> men you have in your and thing. They just look like, oh, the thing is, they don't look bad but they look like yesterday's wrestlers. They, they do. don't look like yesterday's men. They look like yesterday's wrestlers, I would say. And they mm. just look like like men out of time. They do. And, you know, I, I, nobody's watching that and going, well, thank God we got to see them. Yes. Thank yeah. God we got to see Dolph Ziggler, who we've mm. seen since like 2004. <laughs> and thank God we saw Robert Roode. He's been at TNA since about the same time. <laughs> just a bizarre decision not to go, let's get the tag team champions mm. who are having the match next and they can hype their own match. Mm. Just, uh, you know... <sighs> Watching a lot of modern WWE, you, you realise that nobody really knows what they're doing and mm. none of it makes sense. Mm. And it's a bit heartbreaking. Um, that said, the next match, Raw Tag Team Champions of the New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. I thought this was much, much better than it had any right to be. Um, obviously, you've got Styles and, and you've got the New Day. They're going to be great. Yeah. But Omos is the big question mark. And he's a very big question mark. <laughs> he is a huge question mark. And he is, I think someone, I think Cole says seven foot three. Yeah. Now, that doesn't actually sound like a kayfabe height for once. No. He is fucking massive. He's got a unique look in that when you see him on his own, you he just, does, he doesn't you just go, a man. Yeah. But yeah. then when you see him next to AJ Styles, you go, scaled up, man. Yes. <laughs> he looks normal, but then next to Styles, you go, very big man. And I think he was wearing like a three-quarter length jacket as yeah. well. Yeah, Kind of, you Good. know, which kind of was, kind of played with it a little bit. And then he got in the ring. And the thing that got, gets me is like, whenever a big fucker gets in the ring, mm. you, you see him with the, how they, how big they are compared to the ropes. Now, the camera cut away from fucking his his him climbing over the top rope uh-huh. for some crappy fucking stupid. AJ Styles fireworks. It was stupid, so, stupid fucking fireworks. Stupid. Everyone's obsessed with pyro on this show. Yeah, well, they're obsessed with everything that isn't like obvious <laughs> wrestling decisions. They just make bad decisions. Um, 
they are, uh, I mean, Styles and, and Omos are a great visual combination. Mm. They, they really, really work. Um, uh, again, you do look at this and kind of go, last year, AJ Styles was wrestling The Undertaker. Yes. Now he's in a tag team match with a man who you've never seen, seen wrestle before. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is uh, Omos's debut. Uh, he makes his WrestleMania debut. Uh, there will be someone else who will make a far more spectacular debut on WrestleMania coming up. Yes, okay. Uh, uh, the, the best wrestler of 2021, <laughs> um, who isn't even a wrestler. Just amazing. Um, but this is his debut. They, they do a, a good bit of booking here, which is mm. they keep Omos out of the ring. Yes. And so AJ Styles starts with Kofi Kingston. Again, a, a match that you could put on at any WrestleMania mm. and would be brilliant. And once you sort of go, that would be a good WrestleMania match. It's kind of hard to watch this match. <laughs> you get a bit annoyed about it. But they just have a, a really good section where Styles is continually trying to tag Omos in. Yeah. And the New Day are continually cutting him off. Mm. And as it goes on, because it goes for such a long time, you begin going... I don't think Omos is going to get in. (laughs) But what it does is it builds the thing of going, but if he does get in, then this could be very trouble. Yeah, and they're not playing playing Styles. They're playing the system. They're they're trying to keep him away from him. They're not trying to wrestle Styles. They're trying to stop him from tagging out. And the idea is hopefully they can tire out Styles and then they'll pin him (laughs) and they won't have to deal with Omos. Omos does something which a lot of giants don't do, which is he's good at the facial work. Yes. And he looks genuinely angry throughout the whole thing. (laughs) And he's annoyed and irked that they're doing this. Um, And again, when you get people who are seven foot three, they often sort of go... But I am giant. I don't need to do any more. Yeah. And Omos, I was really like, this guy, this guy, this guy gets it. <laughs> this, this guy knows what it's uh, about. Um, there's a lovely bit where Kofi Kingston does a, a, a sort of top rope splash. He does a splash off the top rope onto AJ Styles' back. Mm. And by this point, he's having fun, Kofi. <laughs> and it's like backyard wrestling, where he makes no attempt to protect AJ Styles or do anything but just go, I'm going to crash into him. He really goes splatter. Um, I think, obviously, they're sort of like, we might as well have fun before before it stops yeah before, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which it does and they're like they just berate the commentary team because there's a lot of that and it's kind of a hold of it seems from the the behind closed doors stuff when you had to kind of work the commentary team and start and yeah. use them as a as almost a, 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 a an avatar for for the crowd a little bit it, it, uh, i think sasha banks does that in the main mm, event as yeah. well where she just runs over to them and you've done it for a year mm. and i suppose it's a bit like muscle memory yes but, but it is funny to sort of constantly be you know <laughs> here's the commentary team so i have to direct it all to them um uh, in comes Omos finally Styles gets there and the crowd are really like oh this is good yes and and yeah. that is a, a great bit of simple clever straightforward wrestling booking mm. you know you've held it off you've held it off you've held it off are you going to see him are you going to see him here he is you know mm. just it works perfectly um in he comes, he does a backbreaker on uh, Xavier Woods I I got someone that uh, did actually contact me on Twitter the other day and said is it an in joke like on WrestleMe that you always get people's names wrong Right. You pronounce them wrongly. Right. So like like Pat McAfee, I call Pat McAfee. And things like that. No, no, the answer is I read about them more than I hear the names. Yes. And I don't know how to pronounce how it. How do you say McAfee then? Uh it's Pat oh. Pat McAfee. McAfee. Yeah. McAfee. I'm trying to think how I say the um, virus killer. The the uh John McAfee. John McAfee. John John McAfee. I can't McAfee. remember which way it is around now. It is. Uh, but someone did think... say it's like you always say, like instead of Xavier Woods, right. I say Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods. And I was thinking, where's that? How would from? you say Xavier? Xavier Woods. Xavier. Yeah. And I say it because Ooh. the first time I heard the name Xavier was in the Pet Shop Boys uh song. <laughs> 
where it goes Xavier Cougat. No, Jola Taxi, uh, right. Vanessa Parody is Xavier Cougat. And so whenever I see it, I'm just like Xavier. That's the way yeah. it is. But it's Xavier. And Javi and Jabby, the Spanish footballers and football managers. And I just. No, I Language is fluid, guys. Is. As long as you know Enjoy what I'm talking it. about. Exactly. You might have heard it wrong. Yeah. Yes. You might, you might say Coffee Kingston. <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, it would be wrong, it, also. I mean, it also weird tinge of, you know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm not, not comfortable with that one. At least mine, mine aren't more, questions. More of that They're later. Bad. <laughs> more of that on day two. Yeah. <laughs> um, out comes Omos, uh, does a backbreaker on mm. Xavier Woods. Then he does one on Kofi. Snaps in him half. And I, there's a lot of that I sort of go, is, is that that looked painful. Yeah. That looked. His finishing movie does a tree slam, which mm. is the the uh, the move that um, Great Carly did on a, a guy called Brian Ong which ended Brian Ong's life. Right. Um, it, it is a move that giants do. So you get them up and then you slam mm. them down. And you can see why it's not a very safe move, even on yeah. this bit. So yeah. when Omos does it, there is no way for Kofi Kingston to protect the back of his head. Yes. And he really does rock it mm. off the floor. It's, a, it's like falling down. Not a whole flight of stairs, mm. but like... One if, big stair. <laughs> <laughs> if you were in like a hotel and it had like sweeping like staircases, yeah. you know you get one that's got about five stairs off the bottom. Mm. If you stack it down that, you're still going to fucking hurt your elbows. And it'll usually be marble. Oh, bottom, yeah. Or, or concrete. At the Bang, bottom. absolutely. And you, you, you'll be, you know, you, there'll be one of those stair runners there as well. <laughs> well, you'll have made it down and you'll have gone, I think I'm all right. And then you get up and everyone starts screaming because your head's just cut open. Oh, it's a bit like that here. Yeah. Um, I, they they win the the Raw Tag Team Champions Omos and, and AJ Styles mm. and uh, there's a nice bit where Omos puts AJ Styles on his shoulders. <laughs> AJ looks like a spoilt kid because uh, yeah, and, and his face is so squishy anyway. Yeah, so I go, oh, it's sort of like it's his bar mitzvah Silly. and he's <laughs> been given a WrestleMania like match. Well, they did with the, well, a big giant, <laughs> yes, and he's well, really like, did, yeah. Well, they did the move off. Almost, didn't they? That's so right, that was, he jumps off his yeah. shoulders. Yeah, like a, almost like a sort of a classic. Um, I was about to say it's like a Midnight Express rocket launcher, but it's mm. it's not. It's, it's entirely. It's different. really not. Yeah, it's, it's really I, not. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, I'm Hazel Hayes. And I'm Sheehan Todd. And welcome to our brand new podcast, We're Not Fucking Historians. It sounds like I'm saying we're not fucking historians. Yeah, we're saying we're not experts. We're not historians ourselves. Not that we're not having sex with historians. No historians getting fucked on this pod. Zero historians getting fucked on this podcast. We are, in fact, your alternative guide to Irish history. Every week we prize open the history books and find a new tale from the Emerald Isle's colourful past. We're exploring Ireland's traditions, its rich heritage and its long, proud history of being invaded by literally anyone with a boat. The Vikings were showing up at the monastery and where's that booty? The earliest booty it's, call. <laughs> it's the booty call you didn't want. <laughs> 50 Scandinavian Vikings showed up. Or our biggest celeb, St Paddy. He says he prayed up to a hundred times a day and sometimes during the night. <laughs> That's what a five-year-old would say. I've prayed a hundred times, I swear. Patrick also said he was fastest in his slippers. <laughs> He's a fucking belly bullshitter. If, like us, you're the kind of person who's interested in history, but not so interested that you'd go read a book about it or listen to actual experts, then this is the show for you. This is history done differently with a couple of facts and plenty of crack. So, join us on our journey through Ireland's past. Search We're Not Fucking Historians on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, we're not, we're fucking, not fucking historians. historians. <laughs> Sorry, I was far too fast there. We're Not Fucking Historians is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Um, let's get this one out of the way. It's the fifth match. It's Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. In a steel cage match. Mark, you will not believe it, mate. There's two grown men arguing about who's the stupidest. <laughs> like, our, our man is being bullied for being stupid. I know. I, uh, in this... 2021. Like, that's it. And, and one of them gets slimed. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if, you, slimed. if you got a job at WWE. Yes. And they said, come in. And yeah. they said, we're going to give you Braun Strowman, one yep. of the big, the big names. And he's, he's been doing a lot of title matches mm-hmm. all through the year, main yep. events. And... Shane McMahon. Who, who you can do anything to. Yeah, you got WrestleMania. Yeah, you got WrestleMania. What are you going to do? He wants to WrestleMania more. He wants to, hurt himself, he wants to hurt himself again as a 55-year-old man. Yeah. You can do what you want. And it's, I think it should be all built around um, a, a rich man saying that a, 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 a man, another man, a younger man, <laughs> a bigger man, is, is stupid. Yeah. 
Uh, you get out. You clear your desk. You don't need to be you here anymore. This, look, be, uh, yeah. we've, we listened to the podcast. We thought you might have learned some stuff along <laughs> the way. I know it's your bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, just Jesus. I mean, Stupid. they bring out Jerry Lawler uh, to do the commentary on this one as well. Um, Who's been posting some astonishing bed pictures. Do you know what? If you look at his Twitter, I've become really obsessed with it. Once you notice it, you'll love it. Yeah. He's alone all the time. Oh, all the time alone. Jerry. And there's pictures of him in like casinos that are empty. And he's just at a <laughs> fruit machine and he's obviously got like a waiter to yeah. take a picture of him and he's like hey. fruity. and he'll be like who wishes they were down here with me and you know i mean I'm, uh, dm me they I'm, are open I'm, imagine they if anyone open. goes i do he's, he's like Cat, do you want to get i'll pay for a cab you can come down <laughs> there's pictures he's done just in his house where he's like you know watching the football and he's just sitting on his sofa and there's no one around it's, oh, it's so really? heartbreaking he um he actually did a, a, a little um interview today where he hasn't really done any uh commentary for WWE for quite some time. Mm. Uh, obviously Still on the books though, inexplicably compared yeah. to everyone else who, who lost their jobs. <laughs> yeah. He's um who he, was working. He has uh obviously flown in for this and it's been a pandemic and he's had heart issues before and he's an older gentleman. I think there's a sense of going yeah. we have to slightly protect him. They bring him in here obviously it's WrestleMania. Mm. But he did do a a, a a strange thing where he 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 uh, a Kieran uh, not Kieran Agami, he's from the 80s. This is why I'm, I'm criticising a commentator and getting it wrong. <laughs> uh, Tazawa, uh, who is a, a cruiserweight, mm. he made some... They were like... He was doing a match that Tazawa was in and uh, they sort of say something like, you know, oh, what was that move? And Jerry Lawler basically sort of went, oh, it's the ramen surprise. Right. And people were a bit like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, the, what the fuck is that? Um, and he basically says, I think because of that, they're not using me anymore. Right. Um, you know... I mean, I would be worrying. I would be worrying that Dark Side of the Ring have got through what four seasons now, (laughs) and sooner or later they're going to go. Well, probably time to do the Jerry Lawler one. (laughs) And I think you want to be well away from it. But there's your ramen surprise. (laughs) He comes back here. He um, is armed with his joke book from 1953, Mm. and it doesn't help lift this match (laughs) in any way. I can't tell you, Pete, how little I was looking forward to seeing this match. I like it when uh, McBarn does his stupid post punching. Yes. I like a cost-to-cost with the bin. Yes. But he didn't have a bin this no time. No bin. That was rubbish. Someone's uh, a bit stupid, know. aren't they? Didn't bring their bin. <laughs> oh. The other thing about steel cage matches is you know that you're in for at least 15 minutes. Yes. Because the, it the, takes a while to, takes get a while to yeah. set up. Yeah, you're not going to have a five-minute. No, you've got to make the most here, of yeah. it. You know, so the problem with this as well is the stupidity of the booking, mm. um, which is, uh, Braun Strowman is always portrayed as a monster. Mm. He is a huge, frightening monster. And what they do here is they give Shane McMahon, they go, go out there, 50-50. You're as strong. You're as good at wrestling. Yeah. You're not scared of him in any way. No. You don't spend the time trying to run away, and that's yeah. why you're in a cage. You just go you out go there and, and punch batter him. him. You go and try and punch him, yeah. You're, you're as good. You're as strong. You're as violent. You're as good at wrestling. And, you know, you're as brave. Yeah. You fucking idiots. <laughs> when Vince McMahon did a series of, of, you know, a classic cage match with um, Stone Cold Steve Austin mm. at some Valentine's Day Massacre 1999. Right. They had Vince go in there, and Vince did his character, which was he spent the entire time cheating, running away, yeah. being beaten up. Yeah. He was knocked black and blue, bloodied up. Austin mm. looked stronger. Yeah. And uh, eventually, uh, um, in that match... The police got involved. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent Mann, his cheating backfires and Austin wins. Yeah. So, you know, everything is good there. Mm. In this, you just go, you know, you should make him... A coward. He's a rich boy. He's got mm. a, you know, you can make him desperate. He, he he has two blokes, Elias and Jackson Riker, attack Braun Strowman beforehand. Yeah. There is, you know, 
why is there need just like oh I'm as good as you now mm. we'll we'll just do yeah. this we've been totally on the level and and, and the worst big thing is about I'm, I swear um, Strowman jars his knee a bit when he gets off the cage uh-huh. when he climbs when's he when's he thrown the inevitable the inevitable you know um, what do you call it a stunt what do you call it like the, the spot the inevitable mm. spot where where McMahon damages his fucking hip or yeah. whatever <laughs> he's thrown off something um, he comes down and he only jumps like off the second turnbuckle like height wise mm. uh, and he's, his knee goes <laughs> and it's just a little twist he goes <laughs> that's in Hell in the Cell 98 when Undertaker <laughs> drops down from the yes. cell he breaks his ankle doing that um, and that's that's that one of less things. convincing than this well, one you can't then sort of come back and go oh guys I really hurt myself you know, like, Mick Foley is a fucking pancake you know, <laughs> yeah, but I hurt my foot. Um, the, um, uh, the... Oh, I got a pin in it. <laughs> Mick. What? Again, what, what the fuck is Braun Strowman? <laughs> and he's there and he's got his camo pants on. And I don't know what his gimmick is. I he's don't know why in, he's supposed he's to be a good guy. He's been made in a military lab or the... something. And he's got to wear the cargo pants. You can have your job at WWE back because you come <laughs> up with something that makes more sense. They could just paint him red and, and yeah. never reference it. Red boy. And it would mean as yeah. much, you know. <laughs> you know, ah. Oh, you know, he's got diabetes. <laughs> what? What? He's, 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 a, he's, he's a massive sentient blackberry. Yeah. Is he? <laughs> Strange. Um, I just don't get it. Shane at one point slips on the wet ropes as well. Mm. That's a wet ropes. Ooh. That's a good title for an album, isn't it? <laughs> wet ropes. Wet ropes by <laughs> wet ropes. Um, there is a band called Wet Leg. Uh, which oh, is I, there? Yeah, I like quite that. Like that. Nice. Yeah. Struggling, when yeah. wet is good. Wet, wet, wet baby presents wet ropes. Yes. Um, and that is I'll just a problem, that. isn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, there's a, a bit where Shane McMahon pulls off a piece of metal off the top mm. of the cage and he just begins banging it on his head. Yeah. And uh, this is a classic bit of a modern phenomenon that has been really, really ruining WWE uh, television, which is they continually cut to different angles to emphasise the smacking. Yeah. Um, and on this one... Once you see it, Pete, it's madness. They keep cutting to shots, and the cameramen have been told, zoom in as the contact is made, and then zoom out. Yeah. And then we'll cut to another one. Yeah. So it's continually... The cameramen are also... They're not going zoom in, zoom out. They're lifting and dipping yeah. as they zoom in and out. When you notice it, you just go, this is not up... This is no good. <laughs> this is, if you got that and it was like your wedding, mm. you'd be like, "What's what? this, is, what all, this is all fucked up. We should have got a backup. Yeah. Terrible. If I buy WWE <laughs> one day, what I will the first thing I will do is just I will go wipe, wipe these wipe, wipe these cuts and just give us the CCTV uh, from the stadium. <laughs> I will say give me give me the give me the hard camera. That is that is it. Yeah. Right, we're gonna we're gonna take out all of this shit mm. and we're gonna do it from every match from 2010 through to 2021. <laughs> and it basically, but it basically says that this is pre-organized. Yeah. Like, nothing crazy is happening here because you've got five or six cameras zooming in and zooming out, knowing exactly what they're supposed to be fucking the, doing. The weirdest thing about it is it takes away the natural ebb and flow of a wrestling match when you mm. watch it. It takes away the impact because it feels like the camera is doing all the work. It's a little mm. bit like Looney Tunes where it goes, yeah, you know, smash, crash. Mm. Uh, it's really really annoying and you really see it in this match because I think you stop watching anyway because it's mm. you know you're looking for something to get you through this awful <laughs> bloody match awful uh, stuff it's a bit like having like what I imagine it must be like to have really really pronounced ADHD right. where you just your eyes are just going this that that yeah. this yes. up down <laughs> in out uh, just mental um, uh, as you say Braun throws him off the uh, the top of the cage into the ring and then Braun does a power slam and pins him mm. again you know I call me old Pete. Mm. I don't want to see a pinfall in a cage match. No, you know, no. I want to see them go over the top or go out the door because yes. that's that's what you do that's in what cage the cage matches. Is for, exactly. yes. Otherwise, you could win this with a roll up in the yeah. first minute. That would be great, <laughs> right? 
Take it all down. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Nothing is solved. Um, Braun Strowman will be fired a couple of months later mm. um, in a big surprise, mm. uh, but but not not for me an unwelcome one. Um, <laughs> I I do not see his appeal, and having done all of these shows that we've done that he's been on, yeah. I I have yet to find something where I go. I understand what he is. I connect with him in any way, mm. or I enjoy what he does. He's somewhere else now. Have you enjoyed him over at AEW? No, he's not in oh, AEW. No, oh, so he's he's. Oh, is he still waiting out? He's isn't he? slightly sort of like floating about at the minute. There's right. every chance he might end up in Impact. Mm. He is a he was a big name star. Yeah. The problem is he seems a little bit limited. Mm. There is a, a a parallel for me with the Big Show. Mm. Uh, the Big Show was a true giant, mm. uh, which uh, Strowman is a very big man. Mm. Um, but The Big Show was a proper giant. He'd also come from WCW where he'd have matches with Hogan. He was a big star. Mm. And he was there in the Attitude Era, which gave him a, a huge rub. Yeah. I think Strowman has come along at a point where giants are slightly passe. Yeah. And he, he's not quite big enough. <laughs> not quite big enough. And also... Again, what is he? What, what is he? Yeah. Why am I supposed to like him? He's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a horrible big thing. <laughs> um, more surprisingly, uh, this was Shane McMahon's last WWE appearance. Obviously, he tends to do sort of one match a year or a couple mm. of matches a year. Um, but his, it's believed his talent contract with WWE has expired. Right. Um, this has happened once before in 2009. Did you get someone on the inside? <laughs> well, yeah. But what it suggests again to me, Pete, is there is a slight thing about once Shane was being groomed to be the, the, the guy who took over WWE, mm. he then decided to leave because he wanted to prove himself in business. Yeah. If you're a McMahon, you're desperate to make show your dad you can make it. Yes. Just take the easy fucking loop. Yeah. You know, yeah. just hang around and go, dad, you're great. And then it got, but then it got given to um, Triple H. Stephanie Triple H. Yeah. And of course, it's now been taken away from Triple H. Yes. So he, his uh, run on NXT he's been moved off that he's had a heart attack mm. and uh, uh, what it suggests when you see things like uh, apparently this time it's on be- it's on fine terms he doesn't have a, an issue with Vince McMahon there's no sort of schism mm. it may be it's just come to an end mm. and when they want him back they'll do another one yeah. the, but what it does suggest is it does talk about all the people who even three years ago looked like they were the people who were going to be taking WWE into the next generation when Vince McMahon steps down or is no longer there mm. it looks like all of those people have been sidelined yeah, and that does still suggest that they're possibly the Trying new plan it. is you know we could sell this mm. you know and would that be a bad thing you know what you see you see like AEW a, a, a company run by fresh people using the wrestlers and saying to the wrestlers what would you do if you were mm. doing this and that company fucking works yeah and it, who knows maybe this would be great maybe if this ends up on Disney Plus. Maybe the people who Disney will will go in the same way as they did with Star Wars. Take it away from the crazy old man who came <laughs> yes, up with it, exactly, and make it good. You know, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it could be a dream. Uh, they have the the very disappointing Hall of Fame twenty twenty ceremony, uh, mm. which is, takes place uh, in front of all those video screens. Yes, um, uh, JBL is 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 put in. He calls everyone snowflakes. Yeah, classic. And they they pipe in. Uh, the crowd chanting uh, his catchphrase, where mm. he goes, "Because I am." And I, even though I was going, I have no idea what this catchphrase yeah, is. Yeah, I didn't. I'd not really heard that. A wrestling god, <laughs> he says. Um, uh, very much from his, his WWE uh, run uh, as champion between about 2004 and five. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. I, don't remember I that, mean, yeah. you know, you, you're not it's supposed cool, to necessarily <laughs> remember it, um, but they definitely pipe that in. Yeah, there is no way anybody remembers yeah, that. The thing is, everyone's on those screens, and I'm not sure <laughs> those screens emit noise. 
Because if they did, there'd be loads of people just going, I'm watching WW, I'm on! <laughs> so there's no way that, there, that there's sound coming through those screens. No. Except when he It'll goes, be a cacophony. A wrestling, and everyone joins in, a wrestling god. And that does, no, that's not right. <laughs> they, they don't have sound. No. Uh, Jushin Liger is put in. He, oh, um, he's a wonderfully old man. He with his sounds so old, doesn't he? <laughs> because he always wore a mask, Liger has never really aged. Yes. Uh, to most people. And his body shape has stayed largely the same even mm. though he's changed his style once very high flying then far more sort of you know map based and yeah. technical uh, there's a great story about someone uh, in a in, in, uh, British wrestling uh, promotion who uh, came backstage and they were just like you know um, everyone was back there and they were just like who's the really old Japanese, Japanese guy man. just yeah. sitting in the corner they were like where you know what's his deal like that and it's only when Jushin Liger came out the guy was like that's Jushin Liger <laughs> he looks I mean he's in his 60s it's just yeah. a, a remarkable thing but well, his he was voice still, sounded old yeah he was, he was still doing stuff until like last year wasn't he he's yeah. still kind of like yeah, doing had his, had, had his retirement and uh, you never I, retire as a l- lucky yeah. enough to see him performing like uh, Waltham Stowe and in London and yeah. there is he is one of those guys who from the moment that he he debuted in uh, in the mask I think in 89 90 mm. no 89 mm. um he was a huge, huge international star. And to see him, you know, never really have a dip yeah. in that period. One of the iconic performers yeah. of professional wrestling. And, uh, I mean, just what a hero. Nice that the WWE include people like Jushin Liger. He had one match at an NXT uh, takeover where he um, uh, took on uh, Tyler Breeze. Um, just, they just sort of brought him in as a, as a fun thing. Mm. But to put him in the Hall of Fame... It is their thing about this is a world wrestling federation. You know, we we are the custodians of, of world history. And I do like that. I think that's mm. a, you know, I mean, the very fact that he would find it very odd that he was in with William Shatner and the Bellas. <laughs> um, but, you know, you've got to do something. William Shatner in his home office talking about how much he um, was grateful. He's done yeah. some stuff over the years at Raw and things like that. Right. And, uh, like, so, yeah, what was his kind of involvement with wrestling? Kind uh, of just doing uh, there were periods songs. where they'd have celebrity hosts of Raw right. or he'd come and like do it was a section SNL. with... Yeah. Like when they try to be yes and when they it, yeah. When they sort of go, we are pop culture and mainstream entertainment. Yeah. So you get William Shatner come in and he'll do something with Jerry Lawler, mm. that sort of thing. Um, I, I think sometimes they, they do that with the people who were positive about it afterwards. Yes. They're like, well, you're one of the family, um, <laughs> which is a strange thing. There are many, many more celebrities like who have had more of a connection with wrestling than William Shatner. Yeah, but, and have um, walked away and so and that's, that's, you know, that's something to do with yeah. it. My, my kids. It's yeah. my kids. They wanted it. it they wanted the free tickets and yeah. we did it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Um, there was this old Japanese man in the dressing room. <laughs> the Bellas come out and the, the crowd that we've established cannot speak yes. began chanting one more match. <laughs> no, <laughs> if you're going to lie about what a crowd are chanting, don't think they're going to chant that at the Bellas. Is it, so one more match is, is, is the thing that, that that they shout um at sting yeah uh you know at, yeah. at huge stars. stars not the bellas yeah they, they chant not it the at bellas. austin you know and brie bella <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a funny one as well because i mean i don't think there's anyone who has ever watched all the bellas matches that you could see on the network you mm. go through all the, all the old roars and smackdowns mm. there are hundreds of them yeah why would you want one more yeah, you exactly. don't need no. one more. You know, <laughs> there'll be so many you haven't seen. Exactly, and you know, look, wh- why do you think the last one is suddenly going to get much better than the other ones? I like the Bellas. <laughs> I think I think they're funny, and I, I've actually uh, Nikki is some of her later matches. She's great. Yeah, she's really violent and aggressive, <laughs> uh, and I, I, I'm as a bigger fan of the Bellas as anyone can be, and still sort of like be into wrestling as a whole. Yes, correct. I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't look at it and kind of go, you know, they're the best. But I saw, and I don't look at it and go, they're worthless. They're part of it. I, I would not be 
chanting one more. <laughs> no one would be. Um, the bulldog, British bulldog, he gets uh, inducted by his son Harry uh, mm. and his daughter Georgia, plus his wife Diana, who um, she wrote a very, very Watts and all book about being married to the bulldog. Yes. Um, alleged some some really stomach-churning things. Mm. Um, uh, glad to see that, you know, she's able to accept that whole package mm. you know it's uh, but that book was is a uh, i mean it's just it's not easy to get mm. but um it is a a uh, it changes your opinion on that guy right I tell you okay you know everyone's like oh dynamite kid was the horrible one i mean they were both on that <laughs> fucking level. Uh, and then the warrior reward goes to titus o'neill thanks very much as well i forgot to write the name down but someone did mention we talked about titus o'neill's um joker suit where he was in uh blue and orange yes last time uh, and though I was like, you know, that is, if you wore that, you know, people would just go space pen. Um, and Titus O'Neill, it's actually the colours of the University of Florida, where he was a football player. So he's in Florida. We're not, I mean, and then they dress as like pirates. Yeah. Later on, everyone dresses as a pirate. Yeah. Like, and it's like, fine, it, it fits this time, because it's a Tampa Bay Buccaneers or yeah, something. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But last time it didn't make any sense. Just just tell us. Because yeah, tell us. it's not just, people talk like hometowns and football teams, and they talk about um, sports sporting achievements that the rest of the world just don't have. Yeah, we don't, I, we don't I, have a college look, I don't walk system. around and go, oh, a bit annoyed you didn't notice I was wearing the uh, colours of Leeds <laughs> University. You know, I, I wouldn't know what colours they were you know <laughs> because the only people who did wear them were either on the sports teams or they're the nerds who used to I, buy the t-shirts and the little cagoules and stuff I understand why Americans are so into university and college yes in a way that here as you say you're just like mm. you know imagine being really into your university you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah you'd be like what are you talking about oh uh, weirdo <laughs> go home founded in 1834 <laughs> what why is everyone pleased about that um yeah. Look, that is the Hall of Fame ceremony. Yeah. Um, we have um, uh, the last people who come out, of course, are um, the NWI. Mm, uh, yes, Hogan, uh, Hall, Nash, and uh, Six. They are using the name that X Pac used uh, when he first went to the NWO. Right. Um, it was a confusing thing where he'd been um, uh, X Pac in WWE. Mm. When he moved to WCW, they began calling him Six Pack. Right. Uh, and then WWE said that you can't use that. That is too that close. Is too close. So they yeah. were like, well, he's called Six. Right. And it was like, okay, now it doesn't really have any correlation with what he was before. Yeah. He was X Pac and now he's six. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, I, I don't know. Any, uh, there was a six in Friend, uh, not Friends, Blossom. Remember Blossom? <laughs> I her am number was, six. Her friend was called Six. <laughs> she? Yeah. I hated Blossom. Um, <laughs> six uh, was very pretty. Was she? Yeah. Oh, she and was. So was Joy Russo. More than a six. <laughs> uh, I've not heard that one before, you fed fucking. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I, I've no idea why they didn't just say X Pack on your own, you go mm, in. I mean, yeah. he's not a big enough star. The big star of this year should have been Dave Batista. Yes. But Batista went, I'm not coming for a half filled stadium and a, and a no ceremony. Right. Okay. So he was like, we can do it another year. Oh, okay. But so he might clever. come back next year. Yeah. So he's going to come back when there's a proper crowd. I like that he's kind of like, he's, you know, he's always, treated as a bit of an outsider yeah. because he's got a bit of self respect. I know. He, and, it, and he knows his worth. And whenever he tried to come back over the last five years, it always goes a little bit wrong. Yeah. And he must just sit there constantly just going, it's happened again. It's happened again. again. Why can't I catch a fucking break with this with these people? Um, X Pac is really, really good in this because unlike everybody else who is Hogan and Hall, and Hall is, you know, quite sort of, um, uh, sort of, uh, slouchy and he mm. sort of shuffles mm. I think he then had a hip replacement so right, it, okay. it, he looks a little bit if you didn't know better it looks like he's a bit wasted yeah. and he isn't wasted no you know that that was very much the old school hall but they all come out and they're all just having fun with each other and they're like hey and X-Pac is walking around the front 
waving at everybody in the thing, just like, you know, <laughs> hello, everyone, hello. This and is the best it's going to get for me. Yeah. I looked at X-Pac and I thought, oh, I love you, man. Yeah. I think you're really good. Um, X-Pac <laughs> News, everyone's waiting for it. He's been out for many, many years because he got hepatitis. And right. so he's sort of like, well, I can't wrestle anymore. Mm. He's taken uh, a huge amount of uh, sort of medication mm. that actually gets Suppresses rid of hepatitis. The, right. They're mad things where like one pill costs something like 10 grand right. and you need six of them. Yeah. And he uh, has now been given a clean bill of health and right. he said, I am going to try and have a little bit of a comeback. Oh, cool. So let's just flag it up there. Royal yeah. Rumble 2022. Yeah. Or, don't, don't let him bleed. Or AEW at any point. You yeah. Just go in there and mm. have some fun. Um, Finally, for this show, we get Stone Cold advertising Texas. <laughs> I thought, I mean, I guess it's, it's next year's WrestleMania. Yep, WrestleMania mainly, 38 at AT&T Stadium. It's him just talking about uh, Austin, Texas. Yeah, yeah. generically. Yes. It's a good city. It's a big city. It's cars. This could be any of them. Men. Not including San Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> Women, children. The sun comes up, the sun goes down. Airport, you sometimes see a guy in a hat. <laughs> you can go to a bar, you can get a drink, you can go to a cafe, get a sandwich. <laughs> it, it really has it ATMs, all. we got them. <laughs> I got a lake. There's a river, there's a canal, there's boats. Wait a minute, is there boats? Ah, oh, I've gone too far. <laughs> I thought there was a marina. Ah, oh, fuck it. April 2022. <laughs> Peter, get that diary get out. Get that diary out. That's not a diary, that's a mouse. I swear I've only had half a shot of liquor. <laughs> I'm a bit annoyed because the last time I went to WrestleMania, uh, the only WrestleMania I've mm. been to, that was also in Dallas, Texas. And I'm a bit like, well, I've been there now. I really wanted this one to be in LA. Yeah, Austin's better though, isn't it? Uh, Austin's better than Dallas. That, is, is it, 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 is, is it in Austin? Set, oh, I thought it was Austin. I thought he, was talk, he was talking about Austin, wasn't he? His name's oh, Steve I Austin. Oh, sorry. That's probably quite few, confusing. <laughs> I'm Steve Austin. Austin, but Dallas. Oh. oh. No, I don't know. No, I mean, it's better for people who like stuff. Like, Dallas is better for me. Yeah. Because I like uh, girls in cowboy boots. Yeah. And sipping whiskey. <laughs> and falling down. Nobody given a hill. And grits. <laughs> and grits. And guns. <laughs> yes, sir. I want people, men and women, the, the security staff of 7-Eleven to have a gun. Yes, that's, and, and to me, to point out that gun and go, sorry, you've got a gun. They go, <laughs> welcome to Texas, son. Yeah. And I go, give me it! And I uh, grab it and I'm uh, shooting everyone. I want men to look like men and women <laughs> to look like women, God damn it! Uh, that's all I want. That's all I want. And I also want to see an excellent main event. <laughs> so You'll see one of those things. <laughs> that is it for the penultimate uh, WrestleMania 37 mm. night one. Yes. Uh, we're going to be back. We're going to be talking uh, about about, uh, well, two matches that are absolutely sodding great. Yeah. That, take it to the bank. <laughs> Wrestle me, Peter. Bye. Oh, God. We shouldn't do this so late. <laughs> Wrestle Me is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 